Lally ho, and welcome to Charlian Dropouts, a good Final Fantasy XIV podcast for bad academics. I'm your host this week, the uncle at Thanksgiving dinner who insists Etheris is flat, Victor Hunter. And with me at the table is your cousin who finally came out of her cave to join the rest of us, Nadia Oxford. Say hi, Nadia. Oh, I was going to pin myself as a Lala fell, like grab the turkey carving knife and slip it between the racist ant's ribs. <laughs> Uh, it's delightful to uh, to be Canadians celebrating American Thanksgiving. <laughs> yeah, thank uh, you guys for that because it gets really quiet and it's really nice. Yeah, you should have yeah. more Thanksgivings, please. <laughs> also joining us at the dinner table is your aunt's new boyfriend. Was it? Uh, oh, Mark. Um, wow. wow. Matt. Uh, uh, no, no, no. Of course, it's Mike. Mike Williams. Say hi, Mike. Hello, hello, your new boyfriend, your aunt's new boyfriend, who's going to tell you all about the horror and the superstition and conspiracy theories about the Lala Rose. At one point, eventually, the, the short ones, they will rise up and become stronger. Same head size, just like tall. Oh, that's terrible. That's like there'd be bobbleheads. There is an Idleshire, like a, a row and a Lalafell lover pair, but I don't think they're going to yeah. have babies. They're male, for one thing. I uh, That's that's definitely a, a, a tag in the fan fiction that I have not explored. I'm not sure how different authors would interpret that. People uh, are creative. Particular. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm I'm assuming it gets pretty, pretty creative. Um. Well, but, but hold on a sec. Uh, confused listeners, I'm sure you're wondering what on earth is happening. Charlie and Dropouts on the free feed? That's right. Uh, we are expanding the scope of Charlie and Dropouts. Uh, we're moving to a two episode per month format for a little bit. Um, we are still having the usual behind the paywall uh, episode for our $5 subscribers. Um, but we are also adding an extra episode onto the free feed every month. So, I mean, if you're already a subscriber, that's double the Charlene Dropouts episodes. Uh, if you're a filthy freeloader, uh, if my math works out, then that's infinitely more Charlene Dropouts than you normally get. <laughs> so that's a pretty good value. Double, triple. It's a great value. How can you lose? Yeah. Yeah. It makes sense. Um, so, uh, if you are listening to this on the free feed, head on over to patreon.com slash bloodgodpod. Subscribe at the $5 level to get more dropouts. $10 level gets you the fantastic Pantheon of the Blood God bonus episodes. And that sweet spot is the Stars of Destiny $25 level. Uh, you get to join the weekly live chats. You get special uh, pre- and post-show discussions with your regular Acts of the Blood God hosts. And... Even if you can't subscribe, please uh, share us with your friends on social media. Engage with us on Twitter. I know it's all falling apart, um, and uh, who knows what it's going to look like. But um, that support is really appreciated. Uh, as we support, share us with your free company. Heck, yeah, yell about us totally. in the middle of Limsa Lominsa. Yeah, shout Just about Just play us. the harp and scream. Yeah, everyone will love us in a second. Ugh. I, I would I would honestly love that to see someone shouting about us in in the Adventurers Guild, um, but as we as we 
get closer to FanFest next year and, and as we get closer to the release of whatever new expansion we may be getting probably at the end of next year, it is so crucial um, that, that you guys spread the word um, so we can continue doing more episodes like this. There's a lot of fun stuff we want to be able to cover, a lot of, a lot of really cool episodes that, that we'll be able to make as long as we have your support. So thank you so much for being here. Without further ado, let's get on to the Charlie and Dropouts New World Thanksgiving Special 2022. We have a very exciting show for you today, including a very, very, very special guest who will be coming up a little bit later. Talk about their new book and its connection to Final Fantasy XIV. We also have our holiday gift guide for the Final Fantasy XIV player in your life. And we're going to have a little surprise segment at the end of the show. But before we get into any of that, at the beginning of an episode, I like to check in with my fellow dropouts to see what they've been up to in the world of Final Fantasy XIV with a little segment I like to call The Practicum. Uh, there's a sting in here, probably. Probably <laughs> okay. something. Yeah. Like, yeah. My dog. <laughs> I, I was about to say, are you are you gonna keep are you gonna keep all of this? Even you're gonna put the sting in and then say yes, yes, absolutely. Sting? Yes. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. So I I, I just want to know uh, what have we been up to in in the world of FF14 since we last chatted? Uh, Nadia, go ahead. What uh, what have you and your cap boy been up to lately? Uh, Abyssos can just take a flying leap and die. I am so sick of that raid t- tier. I had just finished uh, before I came on, and I just keep. I, I just need the armor. I need the leggings, and I keep getting bad rolls for all of them. So, mm. yeah. But I've almost got an, like uh, a full set. So, so so it's not the content. It's that the random number god is against you. Oh oh, RNG god. I love the content. Um, even on <laughs> okay. Bullet, okay. Carbuncle still for some reason. I uh, get you... confused by the red walls. What can I tell you? <laughs> <laughs> that's that's one of those ones where I'm I'm definitely just following whoever I'm following looks the crowd, most confident but then, in, in where they're going. Oops, someone who uh, doesn't know what they're doing, I followed them across the world and got demolished for it. Well, yeah. I'm disappointed in both of you. Wait a minute. Vic, you tank. Yeah, that's true, Vic. You haven't you don't have an excuse. I usually heal for <laughs> for normal raids. I'm usually healer for normal raids. That's I yeah. I don't know. I, I tank I tank a lot of stuff, but raids I usually heal. I'm yeah, actually but... building up a white mage right now. Oh great. Which is kind of my first healing class. I'm too scared to use it in the dungeons outside of like instance dungeons, but yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that, that's the problem with tanking, is that you have to pay some attention uh, yeah. except alliance raids alliance raids I, I can face roll i can just like who's who's taking the aggro here it's, it's you fine take it. whatever i'm not <laughs> paying any attention like and, and i lie sometimes i'm like i don't even know what what's happening right now it's my fine. problem is also sometimes i'll be fine and i'll just glance at someone's name and i'll see it's stupid and i'll laugh and i'll completely f up my rotation like the other day i was do 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 just fine going up against a car bump, I think it was, and I see one of the tanks is named Ginger Pillowbiter, and I lost it, and I just completely forgot everything and fell over. Oh, Mike, I gave them a, a commendation, though. Oh, of course, yeah, you have to. Mike, what have you been up to? Um, mostly just trying to f- finish up all of the extra 
uh, tribal quests that I hadn't finished, all of the custom deliveries. Like that's my my background time. Right. Um, and then uh, trying to get a house still. Oh right, right. How's that going for you? Yeah. Uh, terrible. <laughs> absolutely, ter- absolutely terrible. Uh, I don't know what happened. Like I guess it was two weeks ago. Um, but a whole bunch of houses went on the market, uh, and and that was the moment, and the moment passed me by. Uh-huh. So now we're back to to whatever's happening until the the actual full uh, release of the new world yeah. for housing, yeah. uh, and hopefully that'll make a, a a dent. I don't know. Who knows? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. How, how much, how much gill are you sitting on? Like what, what kind of, what kind of plot are you trying to get and where? Uh, 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 just a, just a small three million. Oh, okay. Just, like yeah. I don't necessarily care about the house outside of accessing like the farming system. Okay. Um, right. But now I'm in now the fact that I've failed so many times. <laughs> yeah. Yeah means that i i need i need a house now like i just i I feel like it's going to be one of those those moments where it it finally hits and then i put up my house and then i'm just sitting outside of it being like damn i don't really care now what what? (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah the the perils of home ownership yeah well you can have a chocobo stable right yes like i said there's like like two or three systems that for some reason, they they've still locked behind owning a yeah, home. Yeah, I don't get sure, that. Yeah, I don't like that. Um, what, like I said, one of those is I forget what they call it. Uh, the not farming. It's like uh, plant breeding or something like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and then the Chicobo stable is another one of those. And I'm just like, and also it would be good to have a house in order to take pictures for the site. So oh, that'd be handy. That's yeah, sure. Yeah, okay. you know, just a just a, a room to just put a thing down. Yeah, yeah. take a screenshot. Lead. I I thought for the longest time that I was gonna really get into housing because that's that's my bread and butter in Animal Crossing is interior yeah. decoration and and I really thought I was gonna get into it. I got myself an apartment, and and I converted it into a photo studio. I opened it up to the public. I just sort of, it's just a nice blank sort of space that people can use for G-posing. And that's about it. Or, well, I hope not. I'm turned on by the blank room. Come on. Yeah, unless you want to be going to town in a a black void. uh, (laughs) Which I I guess, yeah, fine. Hey, Xenos, guess what? Sure, yeah. yeah. Um, But uh, yeah, myself... uh, just uh yeah finished up some tribal quest stuff lately um out of nowhere well not out of nowhere i think because because we're really going to try to make it to fan fest next year and it feels like a mm-hmm. reality uh my girlfriend and i were trying to figure out what uh, what costumes we wanted to make because she Aww, she's a nice. she's a cosplayer i've dabbled in my day and uh i i know that i i really want to try and pull off a blue mage Oh, that'd be um, awesome. And I think that inspired her a little bit because she really likes the female blue mage artifact armor, level 50. Um, so now in game, I'm I'm 
helping her level blue mage and taking her to all the places where you get all the useful spells and it's been fun to revisit a bunch of old content and just kind of blaze through it as blue mages and uh yeah it's it's fun so that's pretty cool yeah Yeah. um is she good at designing costumes does she design her own she's fantastic she's she's a pro um she 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 designs uh, a lot of stuff for film and tv um she she specializes in like monster design and oh, like uh, a lot of like special effects makeup and stuff but she she works closely with with costume departments that's and... cool i hope i get to meet her yeah i i hope so too i hope we can all make it to fan fest next year um for sure for sure yeah has anyone uh, other than me actually gone to a fan fest i've never gone never gone never made it nope it, I, yeah. I wasn't into final fantasy 14 until right at the end of 2019 and we all know what happened after that so i kind of <laughs> didn't have an opportunity to go to yeah. Fest. I, I was always too poor and then yeah for the 2019 or yeah the 20 one that was planned for 2020 uh i i was going to finally be in a financial position to go and and then it yeah it all got canceled so i think okay. i went to the the one ahead of stormblood yeah, I um, seem to remember yeah. you went. I was just starting to work at US Gamer. Or... I remember talking to you, Mike, on a live stream while you were at FanFest. Yeah. Uh, and uh, I can't even remember what what was going on. I think you were just in you one of said, the like, main halls. You must have said, like, our destinies are intertwined and you don't know it yet. <laughs> yeah, it, it, was, it was just very weird because, um, like, they, they invited me to go and I went. But FanFest isn't like a coverage thing. Right. So like, like I got there. there and I was like, so are there like, do you guys have like interviews set aside or like a round table or is there something, you know, like that you want me to cover? And they were like, no. Nah. Hang out. And then I never saw anyone from Square Enix again. <laughs> <laughs> like literally it was just like, oh, well, I, I guess I'm just here at FanFest. Yeah. Okay. It must have been fun, though. Yeah, I mean, it was fun. It's just like, you know, like, uh, a lot of people don't, there's a different mindset between covering an event of course. and just attending Going. an event. Yeah. Yeah. And sure, I sure. went with the mindset of covering the event. Yeah. And then I got there and I was just like, okay. Yeah, so drink and play Final Fantasy fourteen. It's a hard life, but I can manage. Yeah. You, you, you haven't asked our, wait. That's I'm try, I'm tr- desperately trying to think of a segue. I'm s- trying so hard. Speaking of being in a room of people and not quite knowing what to do, <laughs> this works. You may know him as a Hugo Award-winning author. You may know him from his writing for such publications as Wired, Fanbyte, Unwinnable. As the writer of Dungeons and Dragons, Dame Beatrice J. Delacroix III's Guide for Training Your New Beholder, or you may know him from his excellent new book, Fight Magic Items, The History of Final Fantasy, Dragon Quest, and the Rise of JRPGs in the West. Please, welcome to the show, Aiden Mower. How are you, Aiden? Great. I'm doing good. Long-time listener, first-time caller. Uh, <sighs> it's, uh, it's great to... Uh... It's great having you here. It's a yeah. huge honor, like... My my writing hasn't won anything except I won five dollars <laughs> once in a contest for really bad flash fiction, and uh, hey, I'm I'm jealous you get to write about like Dungeons and Dragons. I want about write about dragons all day long. Your writing yeah. has won the hearts and minds of people Aww, across the I corrupted world. The youth. Nadia. Yeah. 
I mean, Nadia, I've been reading your writing for years, right? I know. Like, that's really like, cool. You like, know, across multiple sites uh, at uh, this point. So I've don't traveled. sell yourself short there. Yeah. As a matter of fact, <laughs> uh, all three Charlie and Dropouts hosts are quoted in this book at some point in time. <laughs> <laughs> so. Oh, Vic with the full copy ready. <laughs> nice. Like, oh, yeah. like our, 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 our listeners, of course, will not. For us, we're, we're seeing each other. Um, uh, Vic is, is holding up a copy of a book. Uh, what is that book? It's What does it say? Fight magic items. Now, you never use items. Never. Not until the never very end. You, you stop items. them until the very end. Yeah. Um, but yes, that's uh, Aiden's book. Uh, which came out, what, like a month ago? Yeah, beginning of October. Yeah. Um, And it is available now uh, on all of the places that you can get books. I'm sure there's an e-book on uh, the Kindle uh, because, uh, you know, maybe that's where I purchased it and I do all (laughs) my stuff. Uh, Sorry, I didn't buy a physical copy. But uh, so at the very least... Before anything else, we we welcome you here, and we tell all of our listeners to go pick up Fight Magic Items. Yes, absolutely, it, it's fantastic. Um, yeah, it's 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 really wonderful. But we'll, we'll we'll talk a little bit more about it in a minute. But um, Aiden, what the hell have you been up to in Final Fantasy fourteen lately? I've I've been I, I saw you on Twitter the other day firing it up. It's true. Oh, it's that's true. Right, yeah. I like I feel like a bit of a noob. I've been into it longer than Nadia. My uh time with it goes back all the way to I think around the release of Heaven's Ward. Um, but you know, right now I'm playing Xenoblade Chronicles 3, which is like sort of a single player MMO, and Nadia's yeah, been playing it too. And yeah, I'm like 85 hours in, I'm in the final dungeon. Mm-hmm. I like it a lot, but I'm also done, right? 85 hours feels like <laughs> I've been playing it forever. Whereas like Final Fantasy XIV, you know, I'm 150, I have 115 hours in my playtime, but like, I'm still, I'm still on A Realm Reborn. And so I'm right at the very end. I'm on the oh. main story quest. I was just, you know, I just saved uh, Biggs and Wedge and now I'm trying to break into the prison, uh, which is, you know, coming up right on the end of A Realm Reborn. It's just wild. Like, you know, I have 115 hours in a game and feel like I've only just scratched the surface. Whereas like Xenoblade is like, I have 30 hours less than that. And I feel like i've done way too much of this so so yeah you know i'm trying to get that realm reborn done finally i've been chipping away at it for years i'll sub you know for a couple of months here and there between games and then something comes out and i drop my sub and but i'm there because everybody tells me this is when it gets good right oh yeah you're like right on the cusp of something Uh, yeah yeah Uh, nothing nothing special happens never mind you should just nothing (laughs) sure sure turn back now before you get obsessed um Yeah. yeah so i play a bard um and oh, i kind of i kind of hate the bard outfit that i just got i just went through like the bard quest line again, i like the, just the, the i just outfit. hit level 90 with my bard actually yeah. and i got the the uh edward glamour so okay. i'm so happy there you go i would be happy with that the the outfit yeah. i so i just did like the class quest line and i had to go like gather the pieces of the outfit yeah at about yeah. level four, level 45 and i put it all on i was like man i like i look like somebody who like is going to a Ren Fair, but they've only watched Gilmore Girls. And so that's what they think somebody going to a Ren Fair should dress like. Uh, so I, I'm, uh, yeah, I mean, we have a segment uh, coming up where I'll, I'll talk about uh, some, you know, how I think I can uh, help my situation here as a, sure. as a mid-level bard. But uh, but yeah, so that's where I'm at. Trying to beat that that last uh, 
the last quest line and main story quest and get onto the good stuff where you uh, can do where it. everybody kind of falls in love. Yeah. Yeah, I've played through, unfortunately, I played through most of Main Story Quest, like as it was sort of the older, blo more bloated version. Uh, yeah. So I didn't have the luxury same. of playing through the more streamlined um, sure. stuff, but uh, but I'm almost there now. So At the very good. least, uh, when you do reach level 50, you're going to have flight in yes. the Around yes. the Born areas, which yes. is a huge quality of life improvement. Yeah, yeah. Running um, through, like when I was trying to find all those clothing items, I was like running past like mobs that were attacking me and then... You can't auto dismount. I play on PlayStation. I can't figure out how to auto dismount to like attack <laughs> no, something. So it's like I'm just, just like chaining like millions of like little yeah. level forty guys behind me as I run around. <laughs> My daughter's watching. She's like, "What's going on?" But, Sometimes I'm I'm bad and like in the uh, kind of the jog between the Waking Sands and I can't remember the name of the town that you, go, you teleport to. I kind of fly and I buzz. Uh, <laughs> I buzz sprouts for walking. So, yeah. just to be mean <laughs> so if, if, if i did that to you and i just kind of flew over you like a 747 on my wyvern like i'm sorry but i just couldn't help myself uh, yeah i'm sure it's happened um, um yeah, so aiden your 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 book is all about the rise of jrpgs in the west and and mm -hmm. as such you you devoted a a, a pretty good chunk you have a, a nice chapter about ff14 mm -hmm. um can you talk a little bit about how you felt Final Fantasy XIV fit into sort of the the story you were trying to tell of the the shape yeah. of the genre. I think like Final Fantasy XIV, it, it shows up in the late, like latter third of the book, mm -hmm. and I think it's critical for the book story because the book is very much about cultural exchange, and um, mm -hmm. it looks at how the original Japanese RPGs, like when Kirinobu Sakaguchi, Yuji Horii, were conceptualizing the idea, like let's bring computer RPGs to the living room. Right. Mm -hmm. Let's bring these Western computer RPGs to the living room for Japanese players. Um, you know, they were inspired by by Western games, by Dungeons and Dragons, by Wizardry, by Ultima. And that, you know, way at the beginning, there, there was that cultural exchange. And as the genre sort of grows outward from there, Japanese RPGs sort of take on their own uh, personality. Western RPGs sort of like continue to you know, like stick more closely to like what Ultima and Wizardry and, mm -hmm. and some of those early games were doing, right? But then MMOs come along and uh, they're quite popular in Japan as well. And we're, we're seeing like, you know, Sakaguchi is obsessed with Final Fantasy XIV. <laughs> He's great playing it. Yeah. And it's amazing. And his, his Twitter account, uh, is incredible and it's it, because he's not involved it's so amazing to mm. see him go back and look at this and i think that's sort of symbolic of how you know there was all this cultural cultural exchange in the 80s then they sort of went on their their paths outward but then japanese rpgs started looking west again right you have series right. like xenoblade um which is bringing in a lot of elements of mmo rpgs final fantasy yes, 12 did the sure. same thing right you had uh final fantasy 15 which brought in like open world elements into its first half before ditching them in the second half and so final fantasy 14 to me is just like the culmination of these two styles of rpgs coming back together right it's once again like a japanese creator looking to the you know big popular western genre and merging them and like merging them so successfully right right like back in the day when final fantasy 11 came out which was like the first time they did this i was like you know i didn't like that it was called final fantasy 11 i didn't think it should yeah i think a lot of mainline like game right <laughs> yeah it should have been final fantasy online and just move on from there but now i'm like oh yeah no final fantasy 14 like it's a mainline final fantasy like it's part of the series um and they're clever enough that they've designed it and also like you know patched it into a place where like soloing through it is totally reasonable and to me yeah. that's something that a lot of western mmos still miss 
right? They miss right. that player base that just wants to sit down and play a game. I play by myself all the time. Like I've soloed through almost all of 14 so far. Sure. Uh, and I think that that's like, you know, like this merging of like the single player Western or single player Japanese RPGs with sort of that Western community based uh, approach. And so Final Fantasy mm -hmm. 14 is just, it's so successful. It's blown up and it's shown that, you know, both genres can appeal across cultures and, and across fan bases in a way that feels really mm -hmm. natural, feels really, you know, innovative in the way that it, it you know, it, it doesn't do everything exactly the same as the other MMOs on the market and still feels like a Final Fantasy game, not an MMO with a Final Fantasy skin, but right. it feels like a Final Fantasy game. Uh, and that's just remarkable to me that they managed Absolutely. to pull that off. Yeah. Have you... Uh, you are also a, a, a long time Final Fantasy fan. Have you, uh, did you, did you delve into 11 at all when it, when it came out? Um, oh yeah. 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 Um, yeah. I bought the big, the, you know, the big honker box on release <laughs> yeah, with yeah. The, the hard drive. Like I still have my PS2 set up and I have the hard drive and, you know, use it to install games off the disc. I, you know, yeah. like, so that alone was worth it. Uh, got Final Fantasy XI, played it a fair bit with my younger brother and one of his friends. Oh. Then we kind of hit a wall because it was hard, right? Yeah. Like you really had, had to lean into community aspects of it. Yeah. Um, and I just wasn't able to do that at that time in my life. Like, right. you know, like it was fun enough if I could play with my my brother and his, his younger friend, but they were... Mm -hmm a bit younger and there was maybe there would only be two of us at a time and so once i hit a, like i remember trying to grind away at some beach fairly early mm. in the game valcom um, dunes probably yeah yeah <laughs> and just hitting a wall and yeah. like once once you needed like to really party up to get through like some of the dungeons and stuff like that it, that was it uh for me in final fantasy 11 but yeah. uh then final fantasy 14 came along and fixed all of that right yeah and yeah. i think that that's one of the best things that it did for the genre uh yeah. was was becoming just more approachable for uh, with um with with a lot of the additions to eleven in recent years that also make it more soloable. I would mm -hmm. be interested to see how, how you feel about the 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 sort of the the feedback that eleven incorporated from the success of fourteen. It's it's a really interesting trajectory. Mm. Um, that is interesting. Yeah, you don't yeah. often see that, right? Like yeah. You know, Final it, Fantasy it, 15 being patched by some of the things Final Fantasy 16 does. Uh, yeah, I was very yeah. curious when they announced the phone version of 11, like the mobile version. I see what was that so ready that, for like, that. That was that that was cool, and I yeah. was curious. But yeah, no, I, I thought about too. going back to 11. I love the world. Yeah. Like I yeah. have like I only I think I only subbed for the first month, uh, maybe another month after that. But I have like very strong memories of that world. It made yeah. an impression on me, and I'd love to spend more time in it. Yeah, uh, but there's you know fancy what happened to the phone on. eleven? I didn't even know that happened. It <laughs> it got quietly canceled. Um, uh, uh, yeah, it it was they announced it and then it was silent for about three years. We got a handful of of really interesting screenshots of of mm -hmm. what the assets were going to look like. Uh, we didn't get any info on what the like subscription structure was going to be right. or if it was going to be free to play or, or or what. What year was this? Uh, I think it was announced in 2017, I want to say. Yeah. Okay, so that's like around the time, maybe a little bit later, when everyone was just kind of really experimenting with mobile and throwing everything they could on there. Yeah. Uh, yeah Square I... in particular was very good or very gung-ho on putting everything on mobile and early I, on. I think they, they really want to avoid... Yoshi P has said this, that they, they want to... They, they hear too often when people say like, oh, I'm a huge Final Fantasy fan. I've played all the games, you know, except the online ones. <laughs> yeah. And and I think they want to 
they want to create more avenues for people to get through these games and be able to experience them and and 14's had a lot of success in that realm and 11 they've they haven't quite figured out how to do it um but yeah i i remain uh my 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 call that the next main line uh after 16 or a spinoff will be a Final Fantasy Genshin Impact, which will be their, oh my their, God. their shot at doing a mobile-focused... Because like, if you haven't played Genshin, it is mobile and PC and, you know, and everything. But a thing that can be played on many different platforms, uh, but with that Final Fantasy flavor. I like, guess you would... Just the fact that they haven't done it yet is honestly like the fact that you they released like something like first soldier which uh has already been <laughs> it's been shuttered. dead already unfortunately um, yeah yeah like a, why would you do a final fantasy battle royale before doing a, a final fantasy genshin impact? I, can you it imagine, just doesn't yeah, make like sense a genshin impact clone where you can summon heroes from past final fantasies instant money charge a hundred dollars for cloud you'll never have to make another I, game again I, and they already I, have that, right? Like, there's been lots of mobile games where you do exactly yeah. that, right? Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah. applying it to yeah, that popularized genre that yeah. Genshin Impact kind of created. I can't. I can't say that I want that. But no, but I'll what, probably play it. What I do want is all of the amazing recommendations we're about to hear from our trademarked Charlian Dropouts New World Thanksgiving 2022 Holiday Gift Guide. Oh my gosh. So what we've done is I've asked everybody to bring uh, a few recommendations for items that uh, that they can get for the, the FF14 lover in their life. Uh, now these are going to be, some of these are going to be real money items, real physical world items. Some of these are going to be things you can buy on the market board with Gil. Um, but we want to, uh, we want to create a, a nice little tidy gift guide to give you some inspiration uh, for the gift giving season. So how's about we start? You know what? Uh, let's start with our guest. Aiden, why don't you uh, give us one of the one of the things off of your list? Sure. So the first thing on my list is very self-serving. <laughs> uh, as a level 46 bard who just got some class outfit uh, items that I, I really don't like. It's literally... For any level forty six, level forty five, but bard uh, on your uh, on your gift list, just get him anything, <laughs> anything from the auction house. That's not. <laughs> that, Doesn't look lame. That's not like multicolored red fair pants. Uh, you know, I I started Final Fantasy fourteen however long ago. I I always play ranger and stuff like Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah, right? love mm. shooting a bow, love sneaking through the forest. You start out as an archer, it's awesome. You become a bard. And it's like literally the opposite of what I wanted to do. Like a bard can't sneak around. It's got bells on its shoes, right? <laughs> so like head to the auction house, save your bard friend's life, get them literally anything. Anything <laughs> they can glamour play over that class outfit. Yeah, <laughs> Some of the later a, ones are cool. Like there's Some of the later really ones are great. great. Yeah, like yeah. I went to Hawk's Manor and I ground Hawk's Manor and I found some pretty cool gear there. It was all like goth bow. Yeah, uh, your your bow you has go. wings. I'm like, yeah. oh, that's amazing. So yeah, I, I grabbed yeah, yeah. that, but... No, I know exactly what you mean. Uh, Bard, it took me a long time to get used to, but now I think it might be one of my favorite classes because you do mix that, you learn how to mix that um, physical and buffing 
and and all of that stuff. And you can be quite a powerhouse if you do your rotation right. Uh, I enjoy it. I like not being in the face of the enemy and getting killed immediately. Yeah, that's always been my style. Back in my World of Warcraft days, I always played, you know, ranged. Uh, yeah, I always like archery. Right? Um, and I, I like the part. I feel like I don't know what I'm doing even after 115 hours. Like, I, I mash through my rotation. Oh, yeah. I, I think I'm doing it efficiently. As long as everyone's yeah. standing, you're fine. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You won't know what you're doing for another 300 hours. I yeah. Approximately. I'll only just get it. <laughs> on one instance dungeon, some random person with a sprout icon told me I was a good DPS uh, so I guess I did okay. That's nice. <laughs> I once got told I was the worst dragoon ever. Oh, and, like, that stuck with me. and that is I a high so bar. Yeah, that, that's <laughs> a very high yet low bar. Yeah, I mean, they, not to say they were wrong, but I was pissed. Uh, uh, Nadia, why don't you give us one of your one of your gift guide items? Well, one thing I bought, and sadly, it's too small, so uh, I don't know what to do with it. But I bought the paladin jacket from Insert Coin which is really nice. Uh, it arrived, and I got a large, but uh, my ass is too fat for a large, apparently, which is news to me, but I guess I'm not surprised. So I'm debating if I should just get another one for the March order, industrial large, or and, and give the large away as a, as a gift or something, or uh, exchange. But you have to pay for the exchange, and from Canada, that's not going to be cheap. So I don't know if I'd bother. Yeah, right. It's such a great jacket, though. Like, I love the embroidering on the back. It's great. The colors, I love white and blue together. I'm not a paladin. I meant to kind of start one up, but I never got around to it because I stolen valor. But that's instead. fine. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Dark Knight's better anyway. <laughs> I would, so, I would like to point out that 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 Nadia took what was going to be because unlike Nadia. I am a paladin, <laughs> and I did buy the jacket. Oh, you just got—is that what you just picked up from the door? I saw it. Yes. All. Yeah, yeah, well, I, it, it's in the closet because I, I have a cat, and the cat will eat plastic. So I didn't want to pull it out yet, so it was in the closet. But yes, I, I did uh, buy the paladin jacket. It, uh, it, I pulled it out and touched it. It feels really good. I haven't put it on yet because it came in like two days ago. Wow. Yeah. So that was going to be one of mine, uh, you thief. <laughs> well, I, I, I have maxed out a have maxed out a ninja, so yeah. <laughs> uh, well, uh, Mike, do you want to give us one of your one of your other other items then? Uh, I I would say uh, I, I will recommend. For me, play means that you need to have the right tools. And yes. uh, mm-hmm. f- for part of that, I will say, I will recommend my keyboard. It is a little expensive. It's the Logitech G915. It's a low profile mechanical keyboard. It's a beautiful uh, uh, little keyboard. Uh, it, it's it spoiled me for, for so long. I, I actually reviewed keyboards for quite a while. Uh, and I know that one is really good when it becomes my daily driver. Like I'm right. just like, oh, this is the one I'm just going to keep using. And the the G915 is that keyboard for me. It's got full macro keys, beautiful RB, R, RGB lighting. Yeah, uh, like I said, it's a little pricey, but right now, uh, as this will be going out, it should probably still be on some black friday or holiday sale yeah so you can probably get it for you know like 20 30 dollars off uh meaning it'll probably be like you know like a hundred dollars something like that right um but uh you you can't you can't win 
unless you have the right <laughs> tools. That's true, uh, actually. And that's why uh, controller people struggle. <laughs> As controller <laughs> trash, hey, hey. I'm, I'm sure it's all true. I'm sure it's all true. I would have no idea. You're right about not going cheap on a keyboard, though, because I went cheap on a mechanical keyboard. I had to pick it up really fast, and uh, I, the delete button stopped working. And even though I took it apart, tried to fix wow. it. Yeah. So there you go. So I bought a new one. It's much better. It's a little more expensive. I don't think I spent as much as... I don't know enough about keyboards to start spending $200 on them. So I didn't do that, but I did get like a, I don't know, $70 or something. Yeah. And and the uh, DualSense Edge isn't out yet, so I can't recommend uh, a, a entirely too expensive controller for controller trash. I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> I wear that banner proudly. Uh, for, for my first recommendation, I'm going to go for... I'm going to go for an in-game item. Um, Listen, I know we called this the holiday gift guide, but we can finally say Merry Christmas again. Uh, Let's remember the (laughs) reason for the season. Uh, Luke 126 reads, God sent the angel Gabriel to Nazareth, a town in Galilee, to a virgin pledged to be married to a man named Joseph, a descendant of King David. The virgin's name was Mary. The angel went to her and said, Greetings, you who are highly favored. The Lord is with you. And what better way to honor that exchange between the archangel Gabriel and Mary than with the Gabriel Mark III identification key, giving you access to a replica of the favored war machina of the Fourth Legion's very own super soldier, Dabog and Inivish. What the hell? Uh, This is... (laughs) This is a beautiful, beautiful mount. Uh, it's it's just a horrendous killing machine. Uh, if you've been through any of the Save the Queen quest line, you'll know to fear the Gabriel War Machina. Uh, it is a beast. Uh, the average price on the market board right now is around 12 million gil. Oh, that's not so, happening in uh, my, my neighborhood. It's definitely something you want to give to to someone who means a lot to you. Uh, there is also the Gabriel Alpha identification key, which averages at about 400,000 gil. So it's a little bit more affordable, uh, but the Gabriel Mark III is, is gold and green and weird uh, and will inspire fear in the hearts of your enemies. That's uh, quite a pitch. I was also going to suggest... If you're a crafter, why don't you make something nice for your friends? Oh, that's cute. I sometimes make plushies for my friends that I can send off to them, like an alpha plushie. Aw. Yeah. That's adorable. Uh, Aiden, was, have you have you delved into the crafting or gathering classes at all? I did a little bit, like, way back when, but yeah, it's yeah. just too much of a time sink for me. So it I is. Just, like, the only way I can actually I commit to... Final Fantasy fourteen or any MMO yeah. at this point is is just doing mastery quest stuff and stick to that MSQ for yeah. now. Yeah, <laughs> otherwise I'll never like I, I have one hundred and fifteen hours and I'm still yeah. on the MSQ for <laughs> Rome Reborn. Like I, I can't even imagine if I'd gotten into crafting stuff. But uh, uh, how I would do you? Like it. How would you uh, give us your next recommendation there? Sure. So my next recommendation is something I just actually just heard about very recently. It's um an embroidered paladin jacket from Insert Coin. <laughs> Uh, no, I'm kidding. Uh, my next um... listen, Fan Fest next year, it's going to be, <laughs> oh, it's gonna be all jackets. Jackets. Yeah. everywhere. <laughs> uh, my next one, actually, so 
Uh, it is something I actually have just started getting into, which is if you follow me on Twitter at all, you'll see I've started baking bread for some reason. I decided Ooh. to learn how to break bread. And uh, something that's caught my eyes, there's a new, like there's a, the Ultimate Final Fantasy XIV cookbook. Yes. Uh, and so that. it's an officially licensed, it, yeah, is it good? It, uh, it's got bread on the cover. And I've been having a lot of fun playing bread. I think it's important to have uh, hobbies that are sort of real world hobbies that aren't uh, you know, oh, commodified sure. in the way that like, gaming for me is commodified at this point it's like you know i'm gaming i'm thinking about how i can write about it uh so i, I picked up uh making bread and uh making final fantasy bread like aortia bread like that's that's going to be my jam so um i think that's something that you know it's fun to be able to connect uh your gaming hobbies into the real world in that way and uh and that's something that i've got my eye on for sure that's wonderful i love that nadia what do you got uh this is a simple one just go to the market board and hopefully you have somewhere between 10 million and 15 million gil or more to be frank with you get a night pegasus whistle because i think the night (laughs) pegasus is the most awesome mount i sat there and i saved until i got it and i'm like damn i'm so glad i spent the money on this you know we were talking earlier about regret and housing i do not have a minute of regret for a night pegasus and it's just like it's jet black with red eyes and red trimmings like come on you you just can't go wrong it's a good but looking mount yeah get your get your lover a horse <clears throat> a demon horse i agree or an, or an ostrich that... i was running around on my yellow chocobo yesterday and my my eight-year-old was like hey dad can you get a purple ostrich <laughs> you can <laughs> she, th- she thinks yes, i'm riding around on an ostrich yeah so yeah. <laughs> but, uh, I, I i can't afford a, a black demon pegasus but uh, i might be able to afford it I guess speaking you could, of, you... I was saying, speaking of gifts, shouldn't we get information about the next uh, Starlight uh, celebration yeah. event soon? Should be coming up pretty soon. Yeah, I- I'm surprised there wasn't anything at the live letter, but uh, yeah, yeah, because we need. Uh, I need to know what uh, cute little uh, winter themed minion you can pick up. Uh, right, and especially I love, I love my Yeti. Yeah, the Yeti's adorable. Prob- the Yeti is adorable, and and you can probably, uh, as as I did, uh, I will offer up another one. Go on the uh, online store and pick up Hori the Snowman, which is one of the the past. Th- this is basically what I do on the online store because I always accidentally miss uh, seasonal events. Sure. Like I'm always like, okay, I'll I'll do the seasonal yeah. quests and then tomorrow, uh, Oops, and then tomorrow right? And then yeah. and then I, I'm like, when I s- sign in to do it, like I literally missed the the rising anniversary quest because they shut off the quest like in the middle of the day. Like it wasn't like after <laughs> yeah. reset. It was just like yeah. enough, you punks. It was like here. 10 a.m. or something. The yeah. little NPC just I guess disappeared. <laughs> There's some fun videos of a times they've shut off the Moonfire Fair in the middle of the day and people are on the top of the tower and then all the assets <laughs> just disappear and you just see all these people fall. I'm going to do that next good. year. Yeah. So uh, uh, one thing that they, they have done and they've gotten pretty consistent about it is putting uh, previous year's events up on the store and putting it on yes. sale. So literally... This year, I purchased the uh, clown attire, which was last year's um, Halloween seasonal event item. 
Um, but there are a lot of those on the store right now. Hori the Snowman is one of the cuter ones related to the Starlight event. Uh, a lot of people also enjoy the Starlight attire. Uh, Hori is $5. I think a lot of the stuff is $5 for it's each. Easy on but sale. It's, yeah. Um, and it will go on sale probably. Uh, like I said, I bought the clown attire, which went on sale all of the previous... Um, all Saints Wake yeah. items went on sale when the new one started. So yeah. the thing will probably happen. I will say when we find out about the Starlight attire, they will put all of the previous Starlight items on sale on the store. Mm. Yeah. So. Yeah. No, good. Thematic. I like it. Um, my next one uh, is, uh, you know, I... It's very tempting. I, I always want to try to recommend stuff like the there's the the Asian wine glasses and there's like the Job Soulstone crystal ice cube tray and stuff, or even the Jobstone magnets, but those things are always too small. Um, mm-hmm. You gotta really. They give you the measurements on the item description pages. Pay attention to those because <laughs> they are always yeah. like the ice cube tray is tiny yeah i just uh yeah they're they're tough to recommend they're cute but they're usually not quite as good as just having the thing my girlfriend and i have been watching a lot of youtube street fashion videos lately and seeing a lot of like paris fashion week stuff and people just talking to 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 normal people who show up in their in their best duds and it's been very inspirational i just like seeing people with with that sort of I don't know, intentional fashion out in the world. And 14 has a very active fashion world yes, uh, that does. scratches that same itch for a lot of people who who might not have access to <laughs> very expensive clothing in the real world. So I'm going to say, pick up your, your fashion-minded friend a copy of the official Final Fantasy 14 fashion magazine, Eorzea Collection. Um, these are, are only published in Japanese, but they come out usually every year sometimes every other year but they are um designed to showcase uh whatever new glamour items have come out um they'll show you nice clean pictures of a lot of gear they also do a lot of the housing items and stuff but um there's there's usually often some nice photography of of uh characters in outfits and i think it's i think it's really cute i i I like that crossover of fashion magazine and final fantasy um and there's uh it's not to be confused with the fan run website eorzea collection which is sort of regarded as the 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 best resource for for sourcing glamour pieces and things like that um it's always about uh, the glamour the end game is always about the glamour right so uh yeah i i I, they they can kind of get a little pricey especially some older issues they're between like 40 and 80 bucks if you want to import them but uh they've got good stuff in them uh aiden i believe it's your last pick it's me again uh we were talking about housing earlier and uh vic and i know what a hot housing market looks like. <laughs> Mike's uh, yeah. finding out with the digital housing market, but ha- what better way, I think, to celebrate somebody getting a new house than a housewarming gift. Uh, and for a housewarming gift, I think you want to get something that they remember you buy, right? Something that's in their house and they look at and they they think of you, right? It might be something that sits on the mantle. Maybe you get them a, a portrait of your character they could hang in their house. 
Or you could go on the auction house and it's very affordable. It's a cannonball holder. And so it's a table <laughs> holds six cannonballs. And you give it to them, it's huge. So they have to make room for it. You ask about it every time you come over, so they have to keep it out. And they look at you, they think of you, right? You make your mark on uh, on their life, and that's, that's really a bit beautiful. of a white elephant gift. I like it. Yeah, it's that's good. next level. Right? Like it that. just it's commitment, and yeah. I think it that is. commitment is is wonderful. So there you go, cannonball holder uh, off the auction house. It's very cheap. Wow, that's fantastic and manipulative. Just uh, ca- <laughs> capturing the perfect spirit of the holiday season. That's my vibe. Fantastic yeah. and manipulative. <laughs> Uh, Mike, do you have one more? There we go. Uh, I do not actually. That's fine because you because doubled it got up taken. on the Paladin. That's yeah, fine. It, it got taken. Nadia, I would say um, for the Hades lover in your life, and if you are a Final Fantasy fan, you have at least one of them. If you can craft, if you're a high level crafter, no, sorry, it doesn't even have to craft. You don't even have to craft this, but if you have stones uh bicolor stones that are burning a hole in your pocket uh aiden you won't know what these are yet but they're the currency for yet for doing fates in the later uh game uh maps if you have like a billion of them go to the i think they're called the odin cups in the tempest and talk to the saigon and sagahin or however it's pronounced and get like he sells a whole bunch of stuff from amarat it has like the amarat aesthetic and you can like buy holders and you can buy like a whole like some sort of weird academia thing that this stuff always sells for me people are out there doing their their erp or whatever or not erp just maybe rp with the with the Asians. so they're really into it and if you are a crafter a high level crafter and you have a million gil to spell spare approximately buy uh i think it's called a hades aracite or hades shard something like that you get from fighting hades of course and you make the Hades armor, the, sorry, the barding uh, for your chocobo or for your friend's mm. chocobo. And I think, yeah, you can pass that along and you can sell it for a huge profit if you want. But it's a, actually one of my favorite bardings. So, and I'm not even a huge Hades fan. So uh, definitely just, it's just cool. It's got a crown. It's got like your, your chocobo gets a hood and it gets like glowing wings. It's a, uh, I'm just going to, right now I have the Island Explorer um, barding on my bird. You know, I really, really like it. So I'll probably keep that on. But when I don't have that on, I usually have the Hades barding. Yeah, yeah. Barding, barding is uh, that's an often overlooked area of of self expression. I think between For between sure. like chocobo color and barding combinations, I I really appreciate it when I get to see someone who goes all out with their with their chocobo. I, I made my cho- as soon as I could. I dyed my chocobo to be Dalamud red. Yeah, which goes really well with the Hades barding. Yeah, you got a great chocobo. I love Jolly Bee forever, my friend. Aiden, what color is your chocobo? You're with default it's yellow right now. Classic yellow. Yeah. 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 You I have don't even asp- know at aspirations. This point if I, can, yeah. I have aspirations. I guess for a purple one. Yeah. I don't, yeah. Apparently, I don't have a choice. <laughs> <laughs> it can be but, difficult uh, to get your chocobo a different color because you have to f around with a bunch of fruits, but it's worth it. It's, it's I always love doing yeah. it. Yeah. You can find a, a chocobo color calculator that'll. Yeah. Mike, what color is your chocobo? I mean, I just have the the standard. Yellow just have a yellow chocobo. You don't have like a wow. fluorescent green one. You know, fun. No, no I, <laughs> I, I haven't done anything like uh, all of the amounts that I all the amounts that I use are other than occasionally I do use the the base chocobo. I use uh, the store amount. So 
uh, either the Fenrir or the Cruise Chaser are my uh, general go-tos. Sure, fair enough. And since I've spent the money, I'm going to use them. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think, I believe I'm the last one. I I think I'm, that's it. Does anybody else have anything else or I'm? No, just buy me lots of stuff. Here we go. Last one. Uh, so, um, I, I, I think every, every 14 player sort of identifies with the jobs that they play. They feel a certain kinship to them. Um, and there are the jobstone magnets, which I think are lovely on the official store, but they're usually waitlisted. They, they sell out, um, pretty quickly. Um, so I'm going to direct people to Etsy um, because you can find some beautiful enamel pins made mm, by fans. Sure. Um, there, uh, specifically, I'm thinking of there's a series of Limit Break themed enamel pins from a user by the name of Tasobi, um, and I think they are just gorgeous. Um, I'm not a pin person. I don't have a place to put pins. I'd buy a few of these just because the designs are great. And it's one of those things where you can, you know, you can show somebody that you remember what job they play. (laughs) (laughs) You sure are uh, a dragoon. Yeah. And, uh, you know, when it comes around time for FanFest and we're seeing everybody walking by, we we need a way to quickly identify who we should be giving our, our real world commendations to. Yeah, I, I think it's it's one of those things that's that's just personalized enough, and and I think I think people really uh, enjoy when they have something that they can show off how well they know their their particular job. So there you go. That is that is the Charlie and Dropouts New World Thanksgiving 2022 Holiday Gift Guide. I hope that's given some of you some inspiration. Uh, uh, maybe reminded you of of someone you need to shop for. Oh, first. <laughs> I should say, the thing you should be buying everyone on your list is Fight Magic Items by Aiden Moore. So, uh, that's a you know, given, though. Yeah, that's what you should be getting everybody. And then you can start considering what on our uh, what items on the rest of our gift guide you should be picking up. But priority goes to Aiden's book. That's what everybody uh, in my life is getting, whether they bought a copy or not. Yeah. <laughs> I got about 30 in my, in my garage, and it's going yeah, to sign each, Do you I sign know. each one? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Before before we wrap things up, I've I've got a little segment that I'm I'm going to piggyback off of my tribe called Quest reference I made a few episodes back, and I'm really gonna commit to the the '90s hip hop um, references. Oh God! Because we're gonna have a little Thanksgiving quiz in a segment I like to call. Are you an NPC? Yeah, you know me. Are you an NPC? Are you an NPC? Are you an NPC? Who's an NPC? Thanks, I hate it. So the way this is going to work, (laughs) I'm going to give you both a multiple choice question. And I need you to determine which one of those multiple choice answers is not an NPC in the video game Final Fantasy XIV? Um, so I'm going to need, uh, right now, I need you both to come up with uh, a sound you're going to make to represent your buzzer. So give me, <laughs> give me uh, an exclamation or, uh, or a sound effect or uh, a guttural utterance. Wark. Wark. Great. 
you'll get a peace sign from me. Visual. <laughs> okay. Peace and All victory. Right. Works both ways. Kupo. Kupo. Good. That's what I'll do. Kupo. Here oh, a work and a Kupo. Yeah, We've got Chocobo versus right. Moogle. <laughs> this is classic. Okay. All right. So, here we go. Question one. This is our, this is our hero round. Oh, God. You have to tell me which one of these is not an NPC. <clears throat> Option A, Anor Cockburn. B, Hungberked Longhaft. C, Holly Goodhead. Or D, Bateron Ten Fingers. Koopo. C, I think. <laughs> C, Holly Goodhead? Yeah, I know the other two... Um... I know they're just dick jokes. Aner, it it like kind of uh, it's self-explanatory because she's Aner. Um, second one wasn't that like a joke character by Koji Fox? Hungbert Longhaft is a character that is part of a Fate series in Eastern Thanalan. I thought uh, so. Okay. Yes, because he has he has a very very large lever, and all of the women want a chance to pull the big lever that. Uh, that brings up his drawbridge. At least he was um, talking about the cock during, during, um, what was it? Heaven's turn. <laughs> sure. The rooster. The rooster. No the, one wants yeah. to see my cock. I don't understand. Yeah. It's lucky. Uh, All of those names sound like somebody who played like way too much leisure suit. Larry trying to yeah. remember <laughs> names from uh, monkey Island games or something. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Nadia, I, you are correct. Holly Goodhead is Lois Childs' character in the James Bond film Moonraker from 1979. I didn't even know she was a name. I was just thinking you were like trying to throw me off with Emma, uh, what's her name, uh, Etta Pureheart. But, oh, no. yeah. <laughs> All right. Pureheart. Points on the board for Nadia. Question Ooh. two. Uh, this is our Hellsguard Rogadin round. You need to tell me which one of these is not the name of a Hellsguard Rogadin. In Final Fantasy fourteen, A, Fiery Buffalo, B, Drunken Stag, C, Bashful Geyser, or D, Careless Whisper. I know there's a Careless Whisper, so Koopo. I'm Koopo. He's Koopo. Aiden's in. Aiden's in. He got it. Okay. I'm going B. <laughs> B, Drunken Stag? Sure. I think there might be a Drunken Stag. Is there a Drunken Stag? Unfortunately, that is not the correct oh. answer. Nadia, There's... would you like a chance to steal? Yeah, is it A? Fiery Buffalo? Yeah. Fiery Buffalo is a Doritos flavor. That is correct. <laughs> Nadia with two points. That was a All total right. shot in the dark with Hell's Guard. You never... There's a Hell's Guard named Modest Mouse. So you, you can't win with Hell's Guards. Question three. This is our Lalafell round. Oh, I'm going to lose this one. <clears throat> A. Zutomayo. B. Lalafuto. C. Lalawefu. Or D. Memedesu. Kupo? No, sorry. Wark? Wark. I, I can't do Uh-huh. Uh, uh, Lala Waifu, or whatever it was. See, Lala Waifu? Yeah. It's gotta be that one. I'm sorry, that's incorrect. Aiden, would you like to steal? Of course it is. Uh, uh, read them to me again. A, Zutomayo. B, Lala Futo. C, Lala Waifu. Or D, Meme Desu. Meme Desu. D? That sounds too Japanese. That would be my next, that would be my next yeah. guess. 
D. That is incorrect. Oh, Oh my God. No (laughs) points. The answer was A, Zuto Mayo. That's just a Japanese band I've been listening to recently. (laughs) Come to think of it, is there any Zeds in a Lalafell name? They have, uh, I don't really know the naming conventions very well. That one's not too much for me to pick it, though. It felt too obvious. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Okay, so uh, we, uh, where are we at? Uh, Nadia with two, Aiden with zero. We've got question four. All right. <clears throat> this is our goblin round. Oh, no. Which one of these is not a goblin in Final Fantasy XIV? Option A, slip kinks, steel joints. B, slow fix, coin toss. C, fuse box, fan ditch. Or D, gut ricks, silver picks. Uh, 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 Wark, it's C. Fusebox Fanditch, is that your final answer? Yes, that's my final answer. That's correct, that's just a list of car parts. <laughs> I, I'm thinking, the stupid little bastards can't know what a fuse box is. Not yet. Be a good gnome name in a different, uh, in, in WoW or something there. Uh, yeah. Mechanical. Yeah. <laughs> Congratulations, Nadia. You are the winner. Yay. Of our very first round of Are You an NPC? Yeah, you know me. Are you an NPC? Are you an NPC? Are you an NPC? Who's an NPC? Well, uh, uh, I mean, we did it. We, we've survived another Thanksgiving. I'm gonna start making a big deal out of being the only one who volunteers to do the dishes right away. So <laughs> while I do that, why don't we all go around the table and tell people where they can find you. Let's start with our special guest, Aiden. Yeah, I mean, you can find me at, like, for the moment, on Twitter. Uh, <laughs> we'll see whether it's, it's a little still touch around and go. When, this, when this episode launches. Uh, I'm there at a dribble of ink. So A-D-R-I-B-B-L-E-O-F-I-N-K. That's the name of my old blog uh, that I used to run. Uh, you can also find me. I have a website. You can Google me, find that. But I also made a website for the book Fight Magic Items, which is fightmagicitems.rocks. You know, Fight Magic Items rocks. Uh, right. And it has all the information you could possibly need about the book. It's got, you know, like uh, the back cover blurb. It's got a bunch of review blurbs and and uh, stuff like that. Uh, it's got links to buy it across all sorts of different stores, like online stores, but also a way to find an indie bookstore in your region. So if you want to pick it up at an indie bookstore, that would uh, that would be great as well. And then it has links to a bunch of other, uh, you know, podcast interviews I've done and all that kind of stuff. So it's a one-stop shop, everything you need to know about the book. And that's probably the best place to uh, if you're looking for for that sort of info. Oh, and I have a newsletter as well, I guess I should plug. It's called Astrolabe. Uh, So you can find it at astrolabe.aidenmoher.com. It's a sort of general purpose geek newsletter. Every issue comes packed with like retro gaming stuff, features on writing or science fiction or, you know, anything really that falls in the realm of something a Final Fantasy XIV fan would be interested in. Um, And so issues come out there sporadically but then i also have features and guest posts and, and interviews and book news uh, sprinkled in as well it's free to subscribe so uh astrolabe.aidenmoher.com he also recently did uh, an excellent um article about the the saturn's history in 
in the the jrpg yeah. uh canon um for unwinnable yeah. recently that that i really enjoyed thank you uh not enough soccer wars coverage for <laughs> my taste but yeah, mm, i'll not. let it slide no, i guess yeah. yes uh i'll get there i will get there on your recommendation uh i that was for unwinnable it just published uh, in their most recent issue it's available to read online for free that was actually funny enough um something that was from the outline, the original outline for Fight Magic Items. Um, and I really, really wanted to explore the Saturn uh, because it is a fantastic mm. Japanese RPG it console. Is. It's incredible, just not in the West, right? No, just it's, the it's got didn't so many over. lost RPGs on it. Like so I would many. die it's for amazing. a Saturn Mini with all those lost yeah. RPGs on yeah. there. Like so Dragon I, Force? Yeah, it's great. And so I just, it was, uh, a few months ago, I bought a Japanese Saturn off eBay. It was pretty cheap. And then I got an, uh, an optical disc emulator. So it's a thing you install inside your uh, Saturn. You can play games off the memory card. And so I've been discovering all of these incredible Japanese RPGs. And then like the best versions of some well-known PlayStation oh. RPGs, right? So you have yeah. like Grandia and Lunar, uh, Suikoden's on there. Like it's just, it's really cool. And so it's been such a pleasure to go back and, and find this, console that like you know during the height of like the the genre's golden age was producing some incredible games and now thanks to you know fan translations and the like uh we can finally play some of them and uh it's it's wonderful and we absolutely like nadia saying we need some way to be able to play these right like a saturn mini 100 would be incredible because stuff like yeah. yeah you know you have magic knight ray earth and panzer yes. dragon saga you have um uh albert odyssey you have like so many wonderful games on there that um that deserve and those are all just english ones but they cost 1200 dollars yeah. to buy the discs now right yeah. uh so yeah I, I i hope i hope there's a way for people to play mister which is an fpga open source project uh for creating hardware emulation it's made significant gains on a saturn core so that's going to be a way people can access some of these uh games relatively easy um in the future as well so hopefully you know we're only going to get closer and closer to more people being able to find these games and that's what totally. that unwittable article is about yeah <laughs> and uncle mike is back from his smoke break why don't you tell everybody where they can find you <laughs> Uh, you can find me every day at uh, Fanbytes the Link Show, where I write about Final Fantasy XIV. Uh, you can also find me on uh, Twitter as the the ship continues to float with holes in it uh, <laughs> at Automatic out. Zen Z E N. Um, and uh, yeah, that's pretty much it for me. And you can find me on every episode of Charlie and Dropouts, uh, except uh, some of the newer ones that. Uh, that uh, Victor is spearheading some interesting content coming down the pipeline. Nadia, what about you? Uh, I'm never far away. Uh, I'm again on Twitter as for what Twitter is worth right now, but Nadia Oxford. I also grabbed a co-host at Nadia Oxford as well. And if I use any other social media as well as Twitter, it would probably co-host because I do like the format. kind of brings me back to the live journal days a bit. And my blogging muscles have really atrophied. Like I just... <laughs> Do not blog. I'm writing trash fan fiction instead of blogging, I guess, these days. But uh, yeah, um, I also grabbed a hive at Nadia Oxford, but I'm not going to use that unless Twitter absolutely just craps the bed, so don't worry about it. Uh, yeah, and of course, I'm at Axe of the Blood God, uh, which Charlie and Dropouts is part of. And if you support us, it will be at patreon.com forward slash Pod, which will support us at Charlie and Dropouts as well, too. So you can't go wrong. 
And of course, you can find me on Twitter at Victor E. Hunter. That's Victor, the letter E, Hunter. I also managed to snag a co-host. I got a couple of them for, for the handles that I usually miss out on. So uh, professional stuff will be at Victor Hunter on co-host. And uh, I'm hoping to do some more personal stuff, maybe some more blogging and things like that at Vic Boss. And once again, I want to thank our amazing guest, Aiden Mower. His new book, Fight Magic Items, is out there now on bookshelves. Get it, read it, love it, subscribe to his newsletter, check him out on social media. And I just want to say again, thank you to everyone who already subscribes at the $5 level. Like I say, we have a ton of really exciting stuff we want to be able to do in the new year as things ramp, ramp up towards the, uh, the next expansion. So please, if you can, tell your friends, head on over to patreon.com slash bloodgodpod and subscribe at whatever level you can. Uh, and there is also uh, Discord access on there. We have a really great community of FF14 players over there in the dropout section. We're always organizing new events and finding ways to, uh, to, to hang out with all of you. So head on over, subscribe if you can, and have a wonderful New World Thanksgiving. <laughs>